T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. I'm a little sad, Joe, you know? Yeah. I'm, uh, I was looking forward to seeing the Rolling Stones, and now we know it's not going to happen. It's too bad. But, you know, it, it's, there is some positive. Not that they're skipping Buffalo, but they are actually going back on a tour. Unfortunately, skipping Orchard Park, but it's not like there is no tour. There is a chance for you to see them. Unfortunately, it's not in our backyard. Yeah, you just got to uh, travel a little bit, right. which uh, if you're like me, there's too much of that on the calendar as is. <laughs> right. I don't know if there, I can move any more uh, things around to go see the Stones, but if you missed the news, Rolling Stones announced their rescheduled tour. They were supposed to play in Buffalo in June of 2020. That's right. Now that, along with the rest of their tour, obviously scrapped with every other tour around the uh, entire world. So that didn't happen. But they said it was postponed. And we've been waiting, 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 waiting. You're waiting now over a year since the original concert date. People have had tickets for probably a year and a half. And then we find out today they are going back on tour, but it will not include that stop at the stadium in Orchard Park. I, you know, it's too bad. I'll just start off with first on the Stones themselves. I was looking forward to this. I was actually glad it was postponed in the first place. Right. I wasn't going to be able to make it. I was performing my friend's wedding on that date. So I'm thinking, oh, great. You know, the Rolling Stones are back. I've never seen them before. That is, I'll put them on the bucket list. Oh, that's a definite bucket list. Yes. I'm. Uh, so that's on mine. And, you know, oh, here's another chance right around the corner and uh, not going to be able to happen. Then the, it gets postponed. I'm like, all right, you know, whenever they come back, I'll be able to go. Now they're not coming back, and I'm, you know, again, are, are, will they ever come back? That's the big question. I mean, will they ever tour again? That's their question after every other every tour. Right. You know? I mean, here, here we are talking about how we got skipped, and there's three cities that are excited because they weren't part of the original tour. Yeah, that's <laughs> I know. That's, um, you know— that w- it was Buffalo, not Las Vegas, that was supposed to have. Uh, and now look at it the other way around. They, I think they looked at it and realized. Um, but no, I, I uh, want to see the Stones, and everyone always gives me that same uh, answer, right? Wow, why do you want to see them? They're so old. They're you know slower. But it's the Stones, it's not, exactly. It's the Rolling Stones. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm about. And I. So it's two parts. It's the fact that it's the Rolling Stones, which I say all the time when I see a lot of these older bands. Like it's. 
I understand it might not be as good as when you saw them 30 years ago, 40 years ago. I couldn't see them 40 years ago. Right. I was not on this earth. <laughs> that wasn't an option for me. Right. So this would have been, you know, it's cool to just say you saw uh, that. And I, uh, I'm i trying to think back to some of the other um, bands, you know, like the New York Dolls. And it wasn't, you know, there's no Johnny Thunder, so is it really the New York Dolls? But you see them and, you know, I'll hear from everyone who saw them back in the 70s right. saying like well it's not the same thing i'm like yeah but i got to see at least two of the guys play the songs is, is like, buster poindexter cool. still yeah yes well he's the only one who's still alive oh, okay. um from so i mean that's another reason you know when uh black flag played at the trough and it's only the guitar player it's like you know but yeah that's the guy who wrote the riffs and I get to see that in person. Right. I understand it's nowhere near what you saw in the 80s down at Buff State or something. I get that. When I'm buying the ticket, I know. But I've never seen it before. It's going to be cool for me. And I have to say, whether it was McCartney, whether it's you know videos of the Stones that I see, a lot of these older bands, if I compare them to some of the other bands that I see, the, their energy's through the roof. Right. I mean, they're still putting on a better show than, you know, any anyone else that you might be able to say. I mean, that's not true across the board, but it's true of a lot of people. I've seen a lot of, you know, people kind of go through the motions, and I you don't get that out of some of these other bands. No, no, for sure. And, you know, it's interesting looking at when this was announced. Remember, Brian, last summer was going to be three concerts at the stadium. <sighs> and now this summer... We thought, you know, oh, they'd all be switched to 2021. We only have the one. Yeah, Billy Joel. Billy Joel still, you know, give him credit. He's for another him. one, but he's another one. Like it's Billy Joel. It's not the. Sto- it's not it's on the Stones not level. For, not, that's not, not for the, me, but I understand. I'm for not a lot saying of people. it's the Stones level, but Billy Joel is still an icon. He is still someone that you know has been very successful, and this might be the only, the last chance a lot of people get to see him outside of Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that one is not. A hundred percent from, you know, I I can see how that's a big one for a lot of people. I was actually surprised that he's still coming to the stadium because of a lot of the challenges right. in rescheduling these big tours, getting, you know, will it be a loud one? You know, are there going to be restrictions? Are people still going to want to go? And then are these stadiums still available? There's a lot of moving parts that I'm surprised even one of them was able to reschedule. Uh, disappointed that this one uh, you know, and, not going to happen. And with Billy Joel in Detroit, Detroit, uh, Billy Joel said, yeah, you know what? I'm not doing the stadium show in Detroit, but still coming to Buffalo. Which is very cool. So now this brings up a whole bunch of new things. So we're taking your comments and your calls, 803-0930, and you can text us on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. You can give us a call, what you think about seeing the older bands. Uh, did you have tickets to go to see the Rolling Stones? What are you doing now? Are you going to go travel? You know, anything related to that. But also, it brings up the stadium issue. So we talked with Rob Lucas about a half hour ago, and there's three main things. Okay, so why was Buffalo left off the list and Highmark Stadium left off the list when they rescheduled these dates? And we can think of three things. One, the obvious one being scheduling. So if you're going to run from late September to late November, right. that's football season. Yep. Right? So um, that is – it's going to be a challenge to find the time to do the setup 
even though, you know, there is time, but it's going to be a challenge with all the other dates, and now you have the Bills interfering, it's a lot different than planning a show at the stadium in June. In the summer, right. But you look at some of the stadiums on this list, Brian, and they are NFL stadiums. Yeah, uh, so, you know, maybe there was, uh, we were the low man on the totem pole, wouldn't be the first time we were told that, you know, <laughs> right. right? So, uh, so, but that's number one, the scheduling. Right. Number two, which Rob brought up, and I didn't really think about this, and I wonder if this is an issue for Billy Joel at all. And maybe we have some listeners north of the border who wanted to go see Billy yes. Joel. But you're not going to be able to. Because after what we saw yesterday with the border, having a concert ticket is not a viable reason, even if you're vaccinated, even if you're tested, to cross the border into the U.S. Now, you could fly from Toronto to you know wherever the closest city you can get a flight from toronto into here and uh, then drive up to buffalo because that's allowed that is commitment Um, to see billy joel but you can't drive over one of the bridges uh with your reasoning coming into the u.s being well i want to go to a concert and i i hadn't really thought about that rob brought that up and i think that's a pretty good point when you're talking about a stadium show and there's probably a lot of people you're banking on coming from southern Ontario, that huge exactly. area, to come to the western New York region. I'm sure that played into the stones. And I'm sure when Billy Joel rescheduled, he assumed, and you know what happens when you assume, Brian, uh, he assumed that the stadium would be open and the border would be open. Now, here is the counterpoint to that. Like you brought up, well, there's a lot of NFL cities. They found a way to make it work. Right Now, you look at the dates that are still there. The Rolling Stones are still going to Detroit, Michigan. That's true. I would imagine a show like that in Detroit is also pulling a lot from the southern part of Canada, um, it, right in that, that area. Windsor area. Yep. Um, probably not as much as we do from Toronto and Hamilton and the bigger cities, but still, maybe that's a concern. So I, I don't know. The third thing that I thought of is okay, so we're going from late September to late November. And you're not going to have an outdoor stadium show in Buffalo anytime right. after the beginning of October. <laughs> right. Let's just face it. I mean that. So if you want your argument for an uh, a roof on a stadium, if the, we're building a new football stadium, and you're thinking, well, should it be open air? Should it be dome? Mm. I say, here's argument number one for making a, a new stadium with a roof on it. Because we can go back to Detroit. They're in Detroit, November 15th. There's a roof on Ford Field. You look at all of these. So Detroit um, is another cold city that they're going in November, of course, has a roof on it. Minneapolis in late October has a roof on it. Am I the only one worried about Mick Jagger on the stage in Pittsburgh in the beginning of October? Oh, I think Pittsburgh will be fine October right? 4th. <laughs> a little wet, a little cold. I, don't, I, I mean... How how does how do your joints work when it's October in uh, Pittsburgh outside in Heinz Field? Uh, hopefully he won't find out. They probably have some pretty good uh, heaters, right? I would think by now, yeah. You can afford the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Rolling Stones traveling uh, the country. But I think that's maybe the big one as to why the Stones didn't reschedule here in Buffalo. Weather. Outdoor stadium. Outdoor stadium. If there was a roof. If even even late September in Buffalo, you don't know. You're, you don't know. Absolutely. If there was a roof on it, I I think we might have had a better shot of uh, keeping the Rolling Stones show here in Buffalo, which, you know. So this is your argument for roof stadium? I, I think it's the argument that's been made a lot. 
I just think now is the first time we're really seeing that in action where, okay, here is, you can say Buffalo is missing out on something in part because there's not a roof right. on the stadium where, you know, it's always been theoretical. Here is, hey, we were going to come to Buffalo. Right. Now we have to move it to later in the year and sorry. Right. I mean, there's one thing for sure in what you said. The Stones were going to come to Buffalo. Something pushed them from not coming yes. to Buffalo. That um, we know for sure. It's, it's just it's a little more concrete than what we've been talking about before. Uh, Debbie, you're on WBEN. Uh, Rolling Stones coming to Buffalo. You know, it's disappointing. It's not going to happen. Uh, what's your take on it? Uh, are you speaking to me? Yes. Yes, Debbie. Good WBEN. morning. Hey, um, yes, it is disappointing. You're talking to someone who's gone to about 20 Rolling Stones concerts, starting in the, I'm going to date myself, in the 60s, I was at the old Odd. I've been at um, eight center seats at the Sky Dome that I, didn't, that I didn't pay for. It was like a mistake. That was pretty amazing. And for the last, oh, I don't know, 25 years, every time I've gone, I said I have to go to this concert because, of course, this is going to be the last one. And, you know, they're, they're push. Um, Charlie Watts is 80. I mean, they're all in their late 70s or 80. Um, but, and they still do, the last concert I saw was in Philadelphia in 2018, the summer. And, um, or no, 2019. And they did a fabulous show. Fabulous. And it was, it was at their stadium. And it was raining. And they could have been under a roof. But they came, you know, they came out on that long stage that comes, you know, comes out, whatever it's called. And they were, and that was right after um, Mick had had his heart surgery um, with his heart valve. All right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that being a story. Hey, Debbie, you've seen him uh, uh, spanning decades. Can you point to, like, a period of time where you would say, all right, this was the Stones at their best? Well... No, I mean, I, 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 I still think they're fabulous. And, you know, I, probably if I had to say maybe 80s, 70s, 80s, but, you know, they were the bad boys. The, the, the Beatles were considered, you know, the sweet ones. It really wasn't true. But the, the Rolling Stones are, are part of my – they're older than I am. But so as long as they're still playing, you know – I'm not old because they're older and they're still going. I like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's it's so much a fabric of my of my life. I, I mean, I'm not a you know a crazy you know a, a groupie here, but um, you know I've 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 gone. You like to see them and you like to enjoy yourself. Yes, but now- but the Rolling Stones they just they just evoke such such memories for me and um and i have i have a friend here in buffalo who was acted as kind of uh, mick jagger's valet a couple times he was hired and he said that mick jagger was very nice he was reading um um you know, he went to the London School of Economics, and he was reading some economics publications. And he, after the whole thing was over, he tipped my friend very handsomely. Ooh. And uh, so he's, 
he's a nice guy, and he's um, you know, he's a great grandfather who has a three year old. <laughs> Debbie, let me ask you: Looking at the cities they are going to go to, since they're not coming to Buffalo, will uh, will you make your way to one of these shows to continue uh, the string of tours? Well, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure. I might have a conflict. For the easiest would be Pittsburgh, of course, um, but uh, I might. And if not, I could. There's Detroit, but. I don't know, um, but I, I'll, I'll... <laughs> I, I want to leave it at that. I, I like that. Hey, Debbie, thank you so much for the call. That's uh, Debbie. Debbie calling us. I, I like that. Detroit, eh, I don't know if I want to go. You know, as someone who has, we did this show a few weeks ago, as someone who has wants to keep an open-air stadium in Buffalo, I look at the schedule. I mean, Pittsburgh's on a Monday, so I don't think it's a Bill's conflict. I'm starting to think... The roof thing might be the reason the Stones aren't coming to Buffalo. I, I think it has to play. You're not playing outdoors in Buffalo in November, period. I, I mean, it's just you could have the nicest. You're not going to schedule a yep. concert like that for outdoors in November. It's not a football game. It's a concert. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. The production Everything um, on the stage that you have to watch out for. You can't have a torrential downpour in the, you know, in the in the middle of uh, your show. So I think that plays a big role. And I wonder if actually seeing this might tip any minds at all. And you know, maybe this goes to the actual people making the decisions. Where, like I said, it's all been hypothetical before. Right. You know, well, we're not going to get that hypothetical. Um, stadium tour or big event come to Buffalo because uh, this time of year because we don't have a roof. Now it's actually happening, and I wonder if there are people who are making the decisions who might have been thinking, okay, well, I like the open air. I like the atmosphere. Let's keep it like this. This is very Buffalo, who are now kind of going the opposite way and saying, well, I, you know, maybe now that we've seen this happen, I have second thoughts. It's a pretty big tour to miss out on. Are you having second thoughts on the on the uh, roof? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, looking at this, like I said, it's not just weekends. Um, they obviously are doing weekday shows, and Buffalo got got pushed out for warmer cities. Um, Detroit got kept in November. They have a roof. Eh, you know what? I might have to start rethinking my. Hey, I'm only supporting open air stadiums in Buffalo. Yeah, and it's not just like we said. It's not just the Rolling Stones. I mean, there's it spans all genres right. who tour stadiums, right? right? I mean, it's it could be someone that you like uh, who's next. Um, it could be anybody, um, you know, no matter who's listening. Country artist. It could be Garth Brooks. It could be Taylor Swift. It could be you know anyone under the sun who d- makes this decision in the future. It, it does seem Garth Brooks is doing just those stadium shows now. Maybe if Buffalo had that roof one, he would do one I in the w- winter. Is he doing it in the winter? I mean, he's been doing it, you know, he year round. Just yeah, pop up a stadium show here, here, and here. And you know, when he's in Buffalo, he does six arena shows. I'm sure he'd like to not do six straight shows and maybe just <laughs> take a, a night off. <laughs> just do two nights instead of six. I mean, two. last time he was here it was in March, and he did six arena shows. Think about if there was a a, a roof stadium. You know what, Brian? I uh, this has definitely opened my mind since you pointed that out. And I'm looking at the cities it's at. Um, it's in proper English. Yeah, you know. That's you don't want to miss out on big tours. You know, we talk about how you want everything to come through Buffalo. 
missing the Stones, and as Debbie said, could be their last tour, Buffalo got erased from the schedule. Yeah, uh, the Rolling Stones themselves, uh, any of these issues, dome versus no dome, uh, because that definitely plays into, at least uh, we think, the decision that the Rolling Stones made as to where they're going on the rescheduled tour. You can let us know, 803-0930. Give us a call or send us a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And, you know, Joe, I, it's another thing that it really points to how glaring, how big of a decision this was yesterday to keep that border closed yeah. for recreational traffic. And it, if that played a role at all, which I would suspect it did, and that's something Rob said, I mean, here's another way that that is having a big-time negative economic impact on the region, keeping the border closed. Yeah, that decision yesterday, not just Western New York, but all these border communities that depend on that travel back and forth, uh, huge blow uh, from the American government this time, not the Canadian government. Yeah, but I, I think it all kind of, maybe it's all together. It, maybe it's not just one thing, but it all points together. I'm going to point to the roof as the number one reason uh, amongst all those other things. I'm not going to debate you on that because I'm, as I said, I'm looking at this. Detroit obviously moved later in this schedule because of the border issues. Uh, I think I don't think that's too, I don't think that's too out there to make that connection. But uh, we want to hear your thoughts. Eight zero three zero nine three zero. You're listening to Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. We, we were just talking about, Joe, um, the return to people. Yes. I think that's one of the things that people are going to miss about not having the stones here. For a lot of people holding on to that ticket, maybe you were thinking that that was going to be, all right, this is my big return event whenever it gets rescheduled party. this year. Yeah. There's something to that. I was thinking that last night at the ballpark when, I mean, it's uh, packed. Just about every seat was filled. It was great. And then uh, we, we were out beforehand, and, you know, a lot of the places, the bars and restaurants around the ballpark were packed. And I said, you know, I I will never complain at least for the next three months about <laughs> waiting, you know, for a beer. Right. Right, because there's too many people at the bar or something like that. Yeah. It's nice to have to have people around, a crowd. It, it, it's – I'm – like you said, for the next month or so, I'm happy to wait for it, to be around people, to talk to random people. You know, I miss that. I, I missed that for a year and a half. It's nice to have. And by the way, speaking of the Blue Jays, um, congrats to Buffalo, who out uh, the average attendance in Buffalo was higher than that of Miami, Oakland and Tampa Bay. That's so congratulations cool. to the city of Buffalo. And that's w- with having all those restrictions for a good portion of the games, too. Exactly. So that's pretty impressive. But, no, I, I the experience of going out, you know, I'm, I'm holding on to concert tickets. It's uh, about a month away. A month away from today, I'm going to see, um, you know, Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. And I've been, you know, they were supposed to come Memorial Day of 2020. And I've been waiting and waiting. And, you know, part of that experience is going back to a big show with a lot of people, uh, you know, all packed in around you. And then, you know, we, Wilco is coming uh, right there too, and I'm excited to have that experience, not just of seeing the band, but of being with people. All the yeah, all the people around you. I I think that's a big part of it. Um, Gene is in Cheektowaga. Uh You're on WBen, and you've seen the Stones. I know. Uh, when was the last time you saw them? Uh, Saturday, July 11th, 2015. Oh, you know the day of the week. I like it. I got my ticket stub in front of me. (laughs) Perfect. What do you think? Were you planning on going? Did you have a ticket to go see the Stones? No, I called your station and I won free ones. Oh, well, you had even better. Well, (laughs) congratulations. I don't know if you get a refund on a a prize winning, Gene. I'm sorry to say. But, um, no, it would have been really fun. Uh, Are you maybe looking to go and travel to see them now that you know it's not going to happen? I would like to go to Pittsburgh, but I'll work on it. I don't know. I What do you think about seeing the Rolling Stones now? You, you saw them in 2015 that you mentioned, but have you seen them before? And a lot of people will say, well, they're a little bit older. How good can they really be? When people say that to you, what's your response? I'm old like them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up with them, more or less. But they're my favorite rock and roll band. I've got two discs, which my son did for me of the whole concert, the set list, from number one to they sang up to number 20. Wow. They started out with Jumpin' Jack Flash. 
Well, it was a great show a few years ago from all the accounts that I've heard, and that I was instant regret for not going. Gene, thanks so much for the call. And that's I was so excited for another opportunity to do just that and right. head out and go and you know now it's not going to happen. A little I, disappointed. I, I do want to. I said this uh, when we went to break, Brian. But the the stadium tour that I was looking forward to last year is actually coming to the stadium, but it's next August. <laughs> the Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett concert. August 10th of 2022, uh, but that was one that I was excited for in 2020. You're going to wait even longer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wait. I thought I've been waiting a long time. You're right. It's a two-year wait. You're there. Um, now, we've been talking about some of the reasons why the Stones might have skipped Western New York in the rescheduled concert. And the three things that we thought of, okay, scheduling might be an issue because it's football season. The Bills play. It's a lot harder to get the stadium open than it would be in the summer. The second reason, well, there's no roof on the stadium. And if you're going to play it in November, uh, that's not really an option. And then the third reason Rob Lucas brought up was the border. And we go to Dave in Toronto. Dave, were you planning on coming down to uh, Highmark Stadium to go see the Stones? No, I wasn't. All right. Well, do you know people who were? Excuse me? Do you know anyone who was, uh, who lives up there uh, north of the border with you? No, I don't. What I can tell you is I have seen the Rolling Stones twice. Um, I saw them in Oshawa back in 1979. That was when they had to do their uh, free concert for the blind after, I think it was was a Mick Jagger, or one of them got convicted of marijuana possession. And they... Um, Not them. Anyway, we, we saw them at the auditorium in, in Oshawa. And the next time I saw them, uh, was in 1994 in the Sky Dome, the then Sky Dome. It's now the Rogers Center here. And I, I thought they were good both times. Um, I didn't think the sound quality was too good in the Sky Dome, being being indoors and all. I think that was in December when they did that. I've heard that the uh, Sky Dome not the greatest place for concerts. No, well for sound it's not. It's it's just very loud, especially when they got the roof closed. It's just not very good. Right. The other thing I wanted to talk about was the border, why they're not opening the border down there. Now, I don't agree with them not opening the border, but one reason that I think they might have kept the border closed is the Canadian government um, have um, really not given us any way for us to prove that we've been vaccinated. Um they they've left it up to the provincial counterparts and i can't speak for other provinces but here in ontario our government has said that they don't want to provide us passports where we can prove that we've been vaccinated because they say they don't want segregation uh the you know the whole nine yards they say well it's everyone's right to choose or to not to choose be to be vaccinated and maybe the u.s government could be looking at that as a reason as to why they they're not opening the border. I you know Dave, I've uh, heard this and I I don't think so and here's why I don't think that's the case. Well, I one if you look at what uh someone from the US would have to do to go into Canada, you, we would have to use the Canadian app, 
right? So it wouldn't be like we're taking an American app to show Canada. We have to use the app that Canada has. So if the U.S. really wanted a proof of vaccination like that, they would have to make their own app. They wouldn't, you know, be turned off by Ontario not doing it or, or some other place not doing it. They would make their own. There's no talk of making our own. And you know what? I, quite frankly, despite all of the reports and everything you hear in the headlines of uh, spikes in cases and rising cases, this, you know, what a lot of people say, the so-called honor system, it's gone pretty well. I mean, the people in the hospitals, it's gone down lower and lower. I think there was a, a brief blip. There is 30 people hospitalized with COVID across five different counties in our entire area of the state. Uh, and that's, you know, the, that number is kind of plummeted. And that's happened since the, the masking thing and since more people have been vaccinated. So because of that, I don't think we would ask for any proof of vaccination to come to this side of the border, which for me makes it even more perplexing as to why that decision was made yesterday. Yeah, the numbers here, actually, and when I say here, I'm talking about all of Canada, have been very low. They've been maybe around three, four hundred if you're talking about all of Canada. It, they've been low. Dave, we've been uh, quick to point that out, too, that it's not just low, but it's if you compared Ontario and the state of New York, similar populations, a similar huge city with population density, excuse me, uh, and looked at a per capita cases, uh, they were the same at a time when we were um, kind of opening things up, lifting a mask mandate and doing away with capacity limitations up in Ontario, still not able to eat even on a patio, much less inside, and things were being closed down yet again. So it has been a different response, and I was very surprised to see that happen yesterday. Hey, Dave, thanks so much for the call. Uh, but, I, you know, that probably plays into the Stones' decision, too, what's happening at the border. It doesn't. I read up on uh, the concert Dave was talking about. It was not for marijuana possession. The concert for the blind was actually Keith Richards' sentence for his conviction on, ready, heroin charges after being arrested in Toronto two years earlier. Okay, a little bit of a difference. Yeah, just... Um, <laughs> One to clear that up. Uh, but no, that's uh, a lot of people with their great stone stories and you're texting in, um, you know, 1994 for $5. You know, come on. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. But that's um, this person who's texting in and I saw there was a movie they put out sometime in the early 2000s for their 40th anniversary as a band and a big uh, DVD set. And this person's mentioning I saw them at a surprise show at a bar in 1994 and they've been doing this i guess um I, I don't know if they still do this but to basically as a warm-up before their tour they would kick it off with a show uh, an unannounced show basically at a club and you either had to be in the know or lucky enough to just be there at the time and all of a sudden you're at a little bar and it's the Rolling Stones on stage. Like The Foo Fighters have done similar things. I know a lot of bands have done similar. And I actually did a story here. This probably goes back seven. No, it probably goes back six years ago to when the Rolling Stones played at the stadium the last time. They were going to do something similar at Sunset Bay. Right. They wanted to ride in on a boat and play the beach at Sunset Bay at the Beach Club, yep. I, and I believe that's where it was. Uh, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I remember talking to the people who were trying to organize that, and basically the story was they something with the 
Customs, something international. They could not get that clearance, and I forgot what year this was supposed to happen, but they couldn't get the clearance to make that uh, surprise concert happen. That would have been awesome. That would have been a legendary uh, show, but it's legendary if you were able to see one of those cool surprise uh, club shows. Yeah, those uh, those warm-up shows. I remember when uh, Fall Out Boy was at their height, right, when we were in high school. They did a a warm-up show at Mohawk Place here in Buffalo. Awesome. Uh, You had to be in the know. You you, you uh, hear Debbie, right? She talks about how she's been wa- going to Stones concerts since the 60s. So when you're when we're older than we are now, what's a band you think that you will see when you're in your 60s that you'll say, hey, I've been, I've been going to their concerts for decades? I Hopefully all of them. I think about this a lot because I've always kind of gravitated toward older bands right. who are going to phase out you know a little bit uh, more and there's um i mean there's there's a few and i still try and keep up to date with some of the younger bands but I, there's a lot of them who i see every time because i think they're kind of like the rolling stones i don't know when the last time i'll be able to see them is and even more younger bands like i've uh i'm trying to think of um you know maybe the dropkick murphys would be one uh where i've seen them so many times over the course of their career and every time they played locally and i will see them every time they come here for as long as they're still going around so you know i don't know how long that's going to be i hope all these bands are around for forever but you never know i one of my favorite bands uh, decided to call it quits even before the pandemic and you know i Lucky enough, I went to their show um, the last time they were in Buffalo, probably six months or so before that. And it's a good thing I did because little did I know it would be the last time they were there in Buffalo. And that was a band that I would have expected to be around for a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Um, We'll go to Jim is on WBEN. Jim, now it says here you saw the Stones in 75. Have you seen them in more recent years? No, I haven't. I was actually going to college in Pittsburgh, and me and my brother and a couple girlfriends went to see him in 75. Um, it was probably the worst concert I ever went to. Um, everybody was so drunk and stoned um, throughout the whole day that uh, the Stones were late. They, didn't, they were supposed to come out at around 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and they didn't come out till like 9 o'clock. And the first song, Honky Talk Woman, was so terrible, you didn't even know what they were singing. So, you know, that was my experience with the Stones. Was that on the band or the sound system? Um, it was probably the sound system, but they were so late. You know, everybody was walking around the stadium. We were all on, a, on the AstroTurf back then, just sitting down on it, and... You, you would go to this group of friends, you'd go to that group of friends, and by, by the end of the night, it was just so late, and the sound system was terrible, and that was my experience with the Stones, and I'll, I'll probably never see them again, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you had a bad experience. It, sound, you're all, it sounds like you're in the uh, rare class of people who had a, a bad experience of seeing the Rolling Stones, because everyone talks about it like it was a great time, even if you uh, are among the people who say, well, I saw them 30 or 40 years ago, and they were nowhere near as good this time. I still think they're as good. And you know what, Joe, to kind of to your point, 
I think the cool thing about that, about seeing bands over a period of time, is to be able to go, well, I remember when, you know, I saw them at this little hole in the wall somewhere. I saw them and I was one of 20 people there. You know, I was this close and now you have to pay $200 and you're in some big stadium. Right. I, that's the cool part. The Stones, I, I think everyone kind of has the same experience because they've been playing stadiums for the last 40 years. Right. Yeah. I, and there's very few people, like that person who texted it in, who said, you know, yeah, I saw them when they were starting out in England, you know, uh, at, at a club somewhere. I, I don't think there's many people who can say that. We've all been to a concert, though, where the uh, the headliner showed up a little late, right? <laughs> We've all been to that show. I, um, I'm trying to think. I've been to shows where the person who was supposed to play didn't show up at all. Oh, okay. Um, but I, you know, to say it was the headliner, I mean, you know, you're out $4, not, you know, it was, it was something along those lines, not necessarily, uh, you know, a big concert like that. When I went to see uh, Lil Wayne back when I was in college, uh, he was like an hour and a half late to the show, but once he showed up, it was a good show, put on a good concert with a uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wasn't at that one. Joe. No, you weren't at that one. I was. Okay. Uh, I must have missed that one. <laughs> no, I'm disappointed. But I do think it. I think it plays into, or it has to play into the next time you talk about the stadium. Now you got that concrete reason. When people say, "All right, if we're going to build a new stadium, what's it going to be? Is it going to have a roof? Is it uh, going to be open air?" You would always talk about the possibility of, well, you know, uh, there might be some tour someday that Buffalo doesn't get. I mean, I think this is your this is your concrete evidence right here that maybe that stopped Buffalo from having the Rolling Stones. Yeah, you know, and, and there have been so many concert uh, concert stadium concerts over the last decade uh, that have skipped Buffalo. You know, they're always at the Rogers Center, uh, but never come to Buffalo. And yeah, yeah, maybe it's because it's a winter tour. They want to play the bigger the bigger venues, and more and more acts are playing those stadium venues uh, other rather than an arena venue. And you know, I Brian, as you know, I'm an open air stadium guy, but this is definitely this is that hard evidence of look what we missed out on because of our stadium. I like uh, and some text rolling in. Someone said the Dixie Chicks were uh, early 2000s, three hours. That's late. a little much. That's that's a long time to be waiting around. Then someone else is uh, chiming in about Dave Matthews Band and how their act has changed so much since the last time you saw them. I also think that's one of the things, whether it's uh, this person's a Dave fan, and I think this is amongst all good bands, I will say, that over the course of time, you can go and see them 10, 20 times. You can go and see them across decades even, and their act changes. It's not necessarily getting better or worse, but it's so different sounding. I mean, I've seen... Um, you know, the same band three times in the span of like, let's say seven months, and they've changed up their show so much that, you know, it's almost like seeing a different band. They're playing the song slightly differently. They rearrange uh, this or that. It, some It's a very fast show. Sometimes it can be slowed down. I like that a lot, too. I like how the texter calls me out for a uh... Hating on Dave Matthews. That, that was a different show, sir. Why, 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 do you, why the Dave Matthews? I'm just not a big Dave Matthews fan. 
All right. No, no reason to hate. I don't hate Dave Matt. I okay. didn't hate on Dave Matthews. I, I just said I, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand his music. But you know, <laughs> my fiance's a huge Dave Matthews fan. So that there's something we, uh, we don't see. Was that, I, was that your Dave Matthews and every, Michael Jackson? That's every Dave Matthews song. I don't. That, that might be the two that they played on the radio. You know, 20 years ago. Yeah, and ants marching in and uh, <laughs> space. Between. I don't think that's every Dave Matthews song. <laughs> well, it's in all his commercials. Okay, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, I like your Dave Matthews impression though. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, but no, somebody's uh, Rolling Stone since the '70s decline in quality. They're saying listen to live in the '70s from Liverpool or Manchester. I guess it depends on what you mean by decline in the in the quality. I because I can see and the person who texted in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board right below there saying that I saw the Stones in the '70s at the stadium. And they were terrible. The sound system was bad. You think about that. All the equipment is getting better and better and better. Right. So you might have seen them in the 80s, but you probably didn't really hear them all that well. That's right. Because yeah. you're playing on maybe inferior equipment as opposed to when you hear them now. They might sound completely different, crisp, brand new. I mean, that would be nice to see. I. It depends on what you're looking for, right? Now, I, I am with you. Some bands completely slow down, right? I mean, there are some bands that played a million miles an hour, and now you see them, and the, there's no more singing. It's just talking into a microphone, and everything's been slowed down so much. I There's plenty of those bands who I, you know, I'll still pay to go see because right. I'm a sucker. But I don't think, I don't know if the Stones fit into that. They've changed not deteriorated, right? I, w- I would say from what I've seen, now, obviously I've never seen them in concert, but any concert footage I see of the Stones over the last five years, I mean, they're still a very energetic band. As you said, Brian, more energetic than bands with current hits than groups that are touring now. That's uh, that's something I'll always say when someone uh, chimes in with the, oh, you know, they're so old, do you really want to go see that? When I saw Paul McCartney here in Buffalo, the only time I've ever seen him, uh, you know, the living legend himself, and he is objectively old, right? <laughs> and everyone was <laughs> making the same comments. He had more energy on that stage, and he put on a better performance. He his singing voice was better than a lot of people half his age right. who I go to see on a regular basis, and he was worth every penny to go see. So I just because someone's older doesn't mean that they're not going to put on a heck of a show. Did he sing Yellow Submarine? No. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm you can't have energy while singing that song. Pretty sure that wasn't on the set list. That right. doesn't make a lot of McCartney. It's, it's not in the classics when, no. <laughs> when you what put a, together the two-disc. Uh, that's the two an disc. awful song. Really? Yellow Submarine? Mm. My son loves it. Well, yeah. Got a little <laughs> bit of something for everyone, yeah. right? It's the, uh, you know... Not their brightest moment, but no, no, I wouldn't say so. I just I, wanted to make because you said you know that's a song I think would lose a lot of energy. So I'm glad to hear that he didn't sing that. <laughs> well, I'm uh, disappointed, but I think we know right. Uh, we're dissecting some of the reasons why the Stones didn't come to Buffalo. Maybe it changes the way uh, you think about a stadium going forward. We'll be back here tomorrow, Joe. We will Friday show. Get ready here on WBEN. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 